everybody. Welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and this time I'll be talking about belief. You have the cool, clear eyes of a seeker of wisdom and truth. Yet there's that upturned chin and the grin of impetuous youth. Oh, I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe. I believe in you. The things you say, you're unbelievable. I believe for every drop of rain that falls, a flower grows. Thank you very much. And of course, belief by John Mayer is quite popular. I'll be referencing the concept of belief and the well-regarded tome, Belief or Non-Belief, by Umberto Eco and Carlo Maria Martini, published in 2000. The blurb says, They stand on opposite ends of the spectrum. One is a world-famous author of The Name of the Rose and a self-declared secularist. The other is a senior member of the Catholic Church, often mentioned as a possible successor to the Pope. This was 2000. In this amicable but adversarial exchange of letters and ideas, Echo and Martini debate abortion, women in the Catholic Church, ethics, and the apocalypse. They frame a debate that has begun to rage in this millennial year, aware of the gulf between belief and non-belief that separates them. The result is illuminating. What are the limits of belief? What can a non-believer believe? Beyond Belief by Elvis Costello is a great song. Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction is a cable TV series. And it just goes on and on. It's not like I have a definitive compendium here. The television series Manifest has a subplot of a church that sprang up based on the people who returned from Flight 828, creating believers out of thin fictional air. Belief is defined in the dictionary as a noun, an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists, as in his belief in the value of hard work. Another entry says, trust, faith, or confidence in someone or something, as in a belief in democratic politics. Wikipedia says, Belief is a psychological state in which an individual holds a proposition or premise to be true. Belief may also refer to religious belief, a belief regarding the supernatural, sacred, or divine. Atheism is typically defined in terms of theism. Theism, in turn, is best understood as a proposition, something that is either true or false. It is often defined as the belief that God exists. But here, belief means something believed. It refers to a propositional content of belief, not to the attitude or psychological state of believing. This is why it makes sense to say that theism is true or false and to argue for or against theism. 
If, however, atheism is defined in terms of theism, and theism is the proposition that God exists, and not the psychological condition of believing that there is a God, then it follows that atheism is not the absence of the psychological condition of believing that God exists. The A in atheism must be understood as a negation instead of absence, as not instead of without. Therefore, in philosophy at least, atheism should be construed as the proposition that God does not exist, or, more broadly, the proposition that there are no gods. The term agnostic or agnosticism was famously coined in the late 19th century by the English biologist T.H. Huxley. He said that he originally invented the word agnostic to denote people who, like himself, confess themselves to be hopelessly ignorant concerning a variety of matters about which metaphysicians and theologians, both orthodox and heterodox, dogmatize with the utmost confidence, said that in 1884. Including, of course, the matter of God's existence. He did not, however, define agnosticism simply as the state of being agnostic. Instead, he often used that term to refer to a normative epistemological principle, something similar to, though weaker than, what we now call evidentialism. Roughly, Huxley's principle says that it is wrong to say that one knows or believes that a proposition is true without logically satisfactory evidence. He said that in 1884 and 1889. But it was Huxley's application of this principle to theistic and atheistic belief that ultimately had the greatest influence on the meaning of the term. He argued that, since neither of these beliefs is adequately supported by evidence, we ought to suspend judgment on the issue of whether or not there is a God. Mine, and I think most people's beliefs, are misguided but they give people strength to endure and withstand hardships and carry on in life where others simply give up and succumb to the elements at play. Not only does it give people hope, but it also provides for them to succeed, prosper, and prevail. A lot of people couple belief with ambitions and take off, never looking back. I am hopeless and have not been able to latch on to anything with which to prevail, succeed, or prosper. If I had a clue... I would. Believe me. Webster says non-belief is a noun. It is the absence or lack of belief, especially absence or lack of religious belief, as in the non-belief in God. Belief, non-belief, disbelief, principled disbelief, unprincipled non-belief, unbelievable. I believe. I believe in you. Do you believe in life after love? Beyond belief. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Believe it. What is a belief? Why is it so important? Then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. I don't believe it. I don't believe you. I don't believe this. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. I'm walking on air. Believe it or not. George isn't at home. My beliefs. I believe in crystal light because I believe in you. I believe so. I don't believe. Oh, oh. Oh, sweet mystery of life, unless I found you. From Young Frankenstein. Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, monogamy. Extorting belief as a social censor to children. You won't get the presents you live the entire year for. The candy, the money for your baby teeth. 
freedom from sexually transmitted disease and economic security of monogamy, if you believe in it. But do people practice what they preach? Do you believe in magic? All major religions were founded, at least in part, on the erroneous belief that the Earth is a fixed, static point in space, and that it may or may not be a planet, just a plane. That belief may have evolved over time. However, it is central to scriptures and philosophies that are currently part of much of the world's current idea of reality. So, if you start from there, it is not all that difficult to see how people feel quite comfortable departing from reality and maintaining these positions. They disagree with all known empirical knowledge and factual information on the subject of where we are, where we came from, when it happened, the size and shape and relative position of the place we live on, and more. If you believe in peanut butter, clap your hands. Say quick that you believe. If you believe, clap your hands. Do you believe in fairies? Say quick that you believe. If you believe, clap your hands. James and Barry said that. Pretty demanding question there. Tinkerbell dies if you don't clap your hands. I have personally wasted opportunity and failed throughout my entire life. My adult life being a picture-perfect example of disappointment and waste. If I had any gifts, I squandered them long ago, and yet, almost daily, I want to believe that I can somehow wish or recite some incantation that would bring one or any of those gifts I failed to recognize and nurture back to life. I think it is inherent in all of us. When I see people I admire who are far superior at what they do than anything I could hope to achieve, I marvel at how their gifts were recognized and nurtured and think, well, this is how they got where they are. But I am a fool. I want to believe in unrealistic goals and objectives and things that are completely impossible. Like in Superman, when he is powerless and treks back to the Fortress of Solitude and finds that one glowing Kryptonian crystal. But I don't have one. I believe in miracles. Where you from? You sexy thing. You sexy thing, you. If I didn't believe in miracles, I wouldn't buy lottery tickets. As far from probability as one can be, I still buy tickets and hope to win every single time. I need to be better adjusted. One goal in mind, to circumvent reality. Like those pathetic wannabes on all of those talent shows, they cruelly show the least talented people making fools of themselves because they all want to hitch their wagon to a dream and short-circuit reality to live a life of fantasy. Why do we do this? Reality must bite. Me lucky charms and the rabbit's feet, which we never talk about, the rabbit losing, and the racetracks, and casinos, and mojo, and redemption, and some magic bullet, and Harry Potter, and the force, and an idealized future, and substances that can cause us to enter altered states because we want to believe in something unreal due to being fed unrealistic beliefs, or we are unsuccessful, or have had severe impactful experiences, and we're frustrated, and they derail our ambitions, or have trauma inflicted upon us, or whatever. We're believing things that have become popular with movie-going audiences and the term suspending your disbelief or mediums or psychics, the most painfully obvious con artists preying on those who have suffered a loss or a desire for a better experience in their life in the world. 
the X-Files and UFOs and ghosts and Bigfoot and snake oil. And as Bob Weir of the Grateful Dead said, I need a miracle every day. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kitties say, peace out. Thank you.